Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of The Unforgive Trend, part three. Ah. Ah. The song that we all knew existed when today's guest, Joey Clift, brought it up. Unforgive Trend Part Three is what I thought would be a good movie. You know, the yeah. unfor- the Clint Eastwood. I thought he was just going to keep, you know, expanding the Unforgiven cinematic universe. But unfortunately, no. Does that uh, movie, I'm Jack. That predates the song, or no? It was like right at the same time. Right? I think it was '92. Yeah, and like, wouldn't that have been right around the same time? Never yeah. cared for what they do. Um. It was it, it was actually commissioned. Unforgiven Part Two was commissioned for the movie, <laughs> like like <laughs> Womp, Adam's Family Womp. Uh, yeah. Anyways, oh, interesting. It came out ninety. Well, whatever. We're not here to do a that forensic word analysis. Was of it. in the zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Jack. You're Miles. And something else in the zeitgeist. So we like to look at. Halloween costumes mm-hmm. and see what's trending. And we got a little got a little duped this year by some bad journalism happening yeah. out there. Holy from, shit. Uh, from bad journalists who thought that Google had updated their Frightgeist's list of costumes mm-hmm. um, earlier than they actually had. Um, so they were looking at last year's results, saying they were this year's results. Um, we Barbie do was now nowhere have, near it. And yeah, Barbie like, huh? was not in the top ten. 
Um, we do have, they have refreshed. The Frightgeist is updated. It is both, they, there's some interesting stuff in there. And also it is a complete mess of, like they've fucked up the data in a lot of places in like weird ways. Yeah. Um, there are multiple places on the list where like consecutive numbers are the same costume just with di under different names. So yeah. number 10 is bunny. Number 11 is rabbit. Mm -hmm. um, later on, it's like number 31 is Darth Vader. Number 32 is Anis Anakin Skywalker. Anakin. <laughs> so I think like what they, they had like a bunny slash rabbit and then like fucked up how the data populated. So oh, that yeah, it, like, yeah, it'll be like, uh, where's the, where's the other one? Let me, I, cause I want to get the, I want to get the rankings right. Yeah. Uh, it's number 97 care bear number 98 care bears. <laughs> you guys, guys, I think you condensed Google. that shit. I think you fucked up big time and ought to be ashamed of yourself. Um, you're, Thank you. you are hurting the zeitgeist name by populating with this shit. Yeah. And you're going to fucking hear from our lawyers. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like we have a good chance in court against Google um, because oh, yeah, they yeah, say, yeah. don't be evil. So I bet they're really nice and mm -hmm. reasonable. Um, but yeah, so Barbie predictably number one yeah. that coincides with what we're hearing, what we're seeing, uh, as we just walk around our neighborhoods saying, what do you think is going to be number one costume? Well, you can be for Halloween, <laughs> but th there's also an NPR story that just came out about like what the asking, like one of, one of the heads of spirit Halloween, <gasps> um, the, the, the largest owners of dead banks. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, one quote from Marissa Uzzolino, manager of PR for Spirit Halloween, told NPR's Morning Edition, when the parties start happening, we're going to see a lot of Barbie. Oh, shit. Western okay. Barbie, skating Barbie, skating Ken. Um, the skating mm. Barbie and Ken is a good costume. That's that'll be a lot of fun. Oh, that's the very like loud neon pink color. Yes. Patterned out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. By the way, Google took the don't be evil out of their last mission statement. Uh, so we won't be taking them to court. Uh, yeah, because they are. I guess so. Go off. Go be that evil. That is then. foreboding. Yeah. <laughs> to be like, yeah, no more Mr. Nice Guy. People can't sue us for not following our own charter as a company. Yeah. Most of the NPR article is like, people are spending, baby. It's like a local. Uh, it's like a chamber of commerce propaganda where it's oh, like right, right, right. adults, child and pet costumes will reach $4.1 billion this year. A billion dollars more than pre pandemic spending. Yeah. Hey, and also look on the fight fucking fright guys thing. There's a thing called a costume wizard where you can have it tell you how you should embarrass yourself in public with a costume. And let me and you tell can choose, you what you they can choose based on spookiness stink. level, uniqueness, yeah. uniqueness level. Let's say you just, and Modern or classic. So let's say I want to do a very spooky and, and you know, middle of the road, unique, modern costume that would leave me with zombie cheerleader. Okay. I did 100. I took it 100 on all the levels. I took it 100 spooky, 100 unique, 100 unique, 100% 100 local. Um, wow. Let and them then see where I am. 20%. I said, Come get me, Google. True power of will. Uh huh. Yeah. 100, exactly. And it came up with. And get get ready for the most unique costume you've ever heard. It came up with zombie. Yeah. Uh, Google 
you stink. I'm sorry. You're bad. Yeah. You're bad at your job, Google. You fucking suck. Sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm going to go folks. as Victor Wembenyama this Wembenyama. year. I'm going to walk on stilts and probably we, hurt myself. This is probably something that we're just going to be referencing, so we might as well explain it here if Why? you don't listen to our other NBA show. Uh, just, <laughs> Half the stuff we say doesn't make sense to most people, I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd wager, but you guys still follow along, so we appreciate that. Just, I... And it it, do, it actually doesn't make sense. There's no explanation because the whole point is just the fact that I feel like Wembenyama is a word that will be fun for Trump to say. Yeah. That's all. Wembenyama. You guys seen this, fo- this folks? Uh, this guy was Victor Wembenyama. Jack, um, you should be Trump saying Wembenyama as your Halloween costume. Halloween. <laughs> That's it. 100% unique, 100% spooky. Anything jump out to you? Uh, the the NPR article said Bluey is climbing the charts. Do kids want to be? I mean, I feel like it's kind of a shitty costume. Like anytime yeah. it's just a cartoon animal, it's like it's kind of hard to pull off. I, I feel never like. wanted to be. I always wanted to be like an occupation. Like I yeah. wanted to be like a scientist. Um, yeah, yeah. I wanted to be a fucking, you know, speed came out and I was like, I want to be a SWAT cop. And my mom was like, yeah, wear this black dress shirt and here's a hat. And there you I'm go. Like, but I was so bummed out. I was like expecting her to buy me like military equipment or some shit for the cause. I'm like, none of this shit works. And she's like, just wear this damn black shirt and these jeans and these boots, and you're you're in SWAT, okay? Uh, uh, number yeah. forty six. The number the forty sixth most popular costume is Renaissance. I'm assuming that's Beyonce and not just like a painter with a soft flappy hat. You never but, know. You never um, know. I mean, number fifty is Ghostface, uh, Wallaby Lobster Kicks. I'm assuming not, not, not. Are we talking about Tony? Tony, yeah, it's got to be. Tony Stark himself. That's the only Ghostface that I'm familiar with, Miles. Yeah, number fifty is just Monster. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What? Uh, What? And what are you, young man? Monster. I'm I'm mascot. Oh, (laughs) okay, cool. I wonder how far. I would be interested to see. How far cop has fallen? Oh, I like how they show you if it's trending up or down. Cop is falling. Oh on no! The list. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Poor guys, they're having a tough run. They're having a tough um, run. You know, being maybe not as necessary as we thought. But anyway, that's that's a whole mm-hmm. other thing. Nineteen uh, seventies, uh, according to Spirit Halloween, is having the best year in terms of the decades. Um, not according to. Google no, based, which falling. is a fucking disaster. But, 1990s um, is on the come up. 90s on the come up. I'm um, so like, are you excited? Do you? Oh, you're not really like, you don't have one of them hoarder families, do you? Like where you're going to have a bunch of weird 90s shit that your kids can be like, hey, do you have 90s shit? No, we kind of get kinda rid of our stuff. Marie Kondo that through. shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing my mother fucking saves fucking everything. Wow. And like, I remember as a kid, like I used to put together some wild ass costumes because like, you know, my dad would just be fucking buying the weirdest shit in the eighties. And I'm like, Oh, this is a fucking costume. I had a pink leather jacket, like a, a like a sport wow. coat that was made of leather. Oh, that's amazing. And it was fuchsia. That shit wow. used to be my fucking people been like, Where the fuck you got? I'm like, bro, don't <laughs> just leave me alone. Okay. Wow. That's impressive. Ugh. Yeah. Um, all right. Those are that's our Fright Geist, our annual Halloween costume rundown. We did it. We did it. We'll probably return to it. And then we do, uh, hey, what did we see last night? The day after Halloween, when nobody cares anymore. Uh, And I'm not seeing shit, because I'm not going out. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you're not? I mean, oh, yeah, that's true. I I mean, no, we are. Like, you know, 
the, the guy's child is about eight months old now, so he will he will like the act he will like the visual stimulation for sure. Yeah, like we're, we're, we're gonna do something like that. I'm I'm totally yeah. forgot that we definitely have plans to walk him around. We're trying to figure out if he's gonna be Grogu or oh, Pinocchio no. or oh, a pumpkin. No. Wow. Because I used to call him Negro. Can't go wrong. I called him Negroku <laughs> because he kind of looked like a little Blasian Grogu when he was. You know how like newborns got them big ass eyes and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow. I was like, it's Grogu. The guy's child in particular, some of some of the biggest eyes. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But now I'm not sure. I don't know if I don't know if he's giving Grogu anymore. Mm. You know. So we'll see. We'll we'll decide. Yeah. I'll let All you right. know where we land. Uh, we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's Gabby Reese, and this podcast is powered by Laird Superfood, a brand that's truly close to my heart because it was founded in my kitchen by my husband, big wave surfer Laird Hamilton. Today, Laird Superfood boasts an amazing lineup of products, all crafted with the highest quality plant-based ingredients. Think functional mushrooms, real fruits and veggies. What makes us unique? We're committed to using only real ingredients, no artificial and no natural flavors. Two of my absolute favorites are prebiotic daily greens, really great tasting, and we've added some mushrooms to support your gut even a little more. Then there's our instant latte lineup. We've got instant mocha, instant latte, chai. If you want to discover Laird Superfood, you can do it at your local retailer on Amazon or at LairdSuperfood.com. And if you put in the code GABBY2024 on our website, you'll get an exclusive 20% off your first purchase. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. And we're back. And uh, so there is a gag order in one of Donald Trump's cases. People were saying that this might be the first instance of consequences from the charges he's facing Mm -hmm. um, as the most indicted man in America. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was ordered by the judge to basically like not publicly attack the people who are specifically like part of the legal. He was like, don't like publicly attack these five people. Mm -hmm. And which seems like very limited. Yeah. You know, because he can still attack the judge. Yeah. Or the legals or the department of justice. Right. But it's like, Nobody like, but nobody beneath me and nobody who might be a witness and none of that, which makes sense, I guess. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. The the thing that they're putting the gag order on is like one of those things that for anyone else would be like, yeah, I mean, obviously, right? Like, obviously yeah. you can't do that. But you talk spice um, during my trial. Yeah. 
it's one of those like the fact that I even need to say this moments right. that you sometimes have. Uh, and yet he immediately appealed. And in the specific context of who he is, this does feel like it will be impossible for him to do. <laughs> no, to, like to, for him to be told not to talk shit about five specific people. Like, He's not going to be able to not talk shit about those five he, people. He like, apparently recently shared an article that was doxing the fucking New York assist attorney general. Yeah. Like he's not going to fucking like, I don't know. Like I honestly, I'm not sure he's fucking capable of that. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, will he ever be found in contempt of court? I, you'd think so. At some point, some of this shit would add up. You'd uh, think so. But, He's, I mean, he's stressing too. There's a poll that just came out that said RFK Jr. is taking a bite out of his ass right now in the polling. Wow. Like that, I mean, you know, you in a head to head between Joe Byron and Trump, it's 49 46 to Byron. And with RFK entering, it opens up a seven point gap between Byron and Trump. It's truly wild because Biden is so unpopular. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, I mean, like, like right now, I mean, he just, you know, we were just talking yesterday about like, what's he going to do when he goes to Israel? What is yeah. he going to say? How do you do, and, Miles? Well, he basically did a thing that was like 70% bad with right. 30% okay stuff. But he's still basically being like, oh, yeah, we stand. Like, Don't worry. Like, you know, do what you got to do. And also, like, remember that there are civilians, you know, that might be dying innocently. But also, hey, man, America will always stand by your side. And maybe yeah. we can open like a humanitarian corridor, but uh, d d d I don't know. I mean, like, uh, I'm not sure what, again, what is being said behind the scenes, but what's wild is like right after, you know, uh, Biden is trying to not use, I mean, it's still, I wouldn't say language that's really bringing things down, I guess only slightly like fucking Netanyahu took the mic and was like, this is, hold on, where is it? Let me just find this. Oh, uh, th then Netanyahu takes the mic and basically is like, this is basically a fucking battle between the forces of civilization and the forces of barbarism. The civilized world must unite to defeat Hamas. And you're like, oh shit, bro. Jesus. Right back in it. And yeah. you know, on top of that, there's like this, this, the, the, uh, the hospital that was like bombed. That's becoming like so contentious now with being yeah. like, who did it? Who done it? Who didn't do it? And yeah. I think we're losing sight by trying to fucking at this point, everything's fucking tragic. But I think yes. what remains is the fact is we need a ceasefire because right. that means less explosive things are flying through the air. Yes. Um, and yeah. And now there's a fucking uh, protest at the Capitol in D.C. And the right wingers are fucking going all in thinking this is January 6th. So like it's an insurrection at the Capitol. Right. These yeah. peaceful protesters a are peaceful sitting protest. down in the rotunda. Yeah. They're not yeah. ripping shit off the wall. And they're like, it's becoming, again, social media absolute like the you know i've seen a few articles this week that are like man the digital town square like the concept of that like is rapidly just deteriorating before yeah, our eyes. it's disappearing it, yeah basically it is dust around us at this point yeah um but, but yeah. like it's our only like sandbox to play in for a lot of the time so people are like but what do i <laughs> fuck so uh, yeah and it's i'm really saying hard. too this is this is with ai barely cooking right what happens I mean, in the next one or in the whatever, next what, you know, whatever in the next, yeah, anything, you know, large event where you have, you know, vested interests in things going one way or the other. I mean, I've, it's 
it's hard to imagine how it could get less clear than this. Like the what's happening in Gaza, the you know, people who are focusing on like saying this happened was done by this person, and like in the immediate aftermath of like innocent people tragically being killed. I feel like the point remains like if there was a ceasefire, less innocent people would be getting murdered. Yeah. And that that's the thing that needs to remain the focus. And, you know, someone getting something wrong because in the immediate aftermath of a story does not invalidate their feelings that innocent people should stop being killed. Um, yeah. But that, that it, seems to be like the tenor that is happening. Of, like yeah, people are I mean, just like, up all night like fact checking who killed this group versus or like who bombed this building and it's fucking the whole thing is just tragic and, yeah and, and horrifying. we're, we're t and like you know listen to these people that are like, around the world being like just fucking stop please like work on a ceasefire but i don't know yeah. again i don't think anything that joe biden said came close to that um right. he did say the thing about post 9 11 like that we he, he said like, hey, that was the closest, right? Where he's yeah. like, hey, man, we were hot after 9-11. And, you know, we wanted... He said... This is what he said. I'll give his full-on remarks. Um, and he says, you can't look at what has happened here and not scream out for justice. But I caution this. While you feel that rage, don't be consumed by it. After 9-11, we were enraged in the United States. And while we sought justice and got justice... Mm, did you? Uh, mm. We also made mistakes. Like my vote for the Iraq War. Name names. Yes. Exactly. Myself included, myself included, myself included, myself included. So again, you know, this is, I don't know, like it, it I, I'm, you just, you just see the escalations happening, like just even like on the border of Lebanon. Um, and you're, you're wondering what kind of leverage Joe Biden is actually willing to use because now you're entering an election season and you know, you may have RFK helping you out a little bit, but there are a lot of people that have been completely demoralized and are like looking at like what this election means and a lot of people pointed out they're like there's actually no choice for someone who would end this violence right no matter yeah, who at all. no matter who is nominated um on the right like your your choices are war and war yeah yeah exactly um all right uh and then just an update on the you know the speakership uh, Jim Jordan finally. Um, oh wait, no, he got he <laughs> got outvoted by Hakeem Jeffries. Dude, it's so fun. So he had a he had another vote. Again, he said, "Okay, fine, fuck it." I took an L in the second in the first vote. Had another vote today. He had more. He lost more support in this second vote. Like right. he's losing support with every subsequent vote. Um, Hakeem Jeffries still had the full support of House Democrats, so he got two hundred twelve votes to Jordan's 199 and like it's just so wild how with how fucked up everything is happening and like how Congress you know is kind of like this important legislative body it's now devolving into like Democrats like hooting and hollering and like trolling the Republicans because they can't get their shit together to vote a speak vote for a speaker um I just want to play this clip of like when the, I don't know the, the, the Republican or the Democrats were like yeah bro Jeffries three and their tallies that the total number of votes cast is 433, of which the Honorable Jim Jordan of the state of Ohio has received 199. The Honorable Hakeem oh Jeffries of the state of New York has received 212. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're just they're just clapping it up. They're loving it. Uh, and now, how like, hard did he go with the gavel after he announced that? Oh, you know what? I didn't get there. I didn't get a clip of him, you know, adjourning the session. So I, oh, we we missed that one. There are people floating the idea that maybe it could be McHenry. Um, yeah, just leave it with the old little Gabby guy Smash Smash as like a yeah. you know you know a speaker pro tem kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um but i don't know there's there's so many like now like the punditry class is like oh maybe the democrats might do something but that's just all of them saying something and not i don't think anything substantive um of getting democrats to help them out unless they're gonna get major concessions from them which i think is the only thing that would potentially make that happen but i don't think at this point it sounds like they're fine with again the greatest thing for the Democrats to not do anything progressive is to just be able to point to the fucking garbage fire of the Republicans and be like, dude, we're not that. Right. Yeah. That's so it's it. not good news necessarily. Um, yeah. Is there any momentum on the Trump becoming speaker of the house? No, no thing. That's, no, I mean, okay. as, as of right now, no, because again, you have to actually fucking be there. Right. He has way too many, dude. He's like at the. He's gonna have fucking. He's about to be in like court every other day, basically. Yeah. Um, While so, running for president. Yeah. You know? And he, dude, did you you saw that speech he gave like a couple days ago where he was just slurring through it? Is what do we think is happening? It just old, because we we know he doesn't drink, but he is also does seem to just like blow huge rails of Adderall all the time. Yeah. Like, so is, are we just thinking that like he's on a run of Adderall that's and it's just like wearing down and he hasn't had his like week off to recharge? I don't know, man, because it's I don't know what the fuck is going on. It's probably being like really tired and like old. It it, it just I don't know, man. It's it's something here. Like this is this is like when he was talking about you saw that clip when he's talking about Christmas and shit. No, I don't think so. Oh, this is, this really, is when he was like in his Iowa. His speeches seem to be being generated by AI at this point. It's just... Yeah, hell yeah. Super producer Brian said he's like Elvis. Like, that really feels like he is... <laughs> Latter-day he, Elvis. <laughs> Latter-day Elvis. Yeah, because like Elvis was also a no-drinking, no-drugs person while dying of a drug overdose because he didn't count prescription drugs. Right. You know? This is him talking about Chris... I don't know, here we go. He couldn't have been too impressed with our capital. It looks like shit. <laughs> no, have you seen what they've done? And we're doing a federal takeover. Okay, that's one part. <laughs> Just like I said years ago. <laughs> Who's he talking about? Remember the department stores weren't, re- they refused to use the word Christmas. It basically makes the Christmas. What is going on? I'm sorry, you could care less about the team struggling, sir? I could care less about America struggling. I want to kiss you. Oh my God! Um, so here, he here we hummus, are. Hummus, apparently, at one point. Um, yeah, he called it hummus. Like it was very. He, and he's. I don't know, man. This is. This is. These are. These are the options. This is what's on the buffet for Americans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, killing it. Well, those are some of the things that are trending. Uh, we are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourself. Get the vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. Mm -mm. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet. 
Your eyes open and your mind out there, way out there, turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Turbocharger customer experience results with nice CX-1. Now you can rapidly scale extraordinary CX with the power of the cloud. Nice CX-1 is the most complete customer experience cloud platform and is trusted by thousands of organizations around the globe. With CX-1, you can deliver frictionless self-service as well as top-notch digital and agent-assisted interactions. Get cloud-powered CX at scale. Learn more at nice.com. That's nice.com. Calm.